Good afternoon and welcome to the fourth annual Black History Month program theme, Black is Beautiful. So my name is Anita Mogaka and I am the founder and community narrator of the B Narrative or the Black Excellence and Empowerment Narrative. And I'm so excited to be here today and have the privilege to host this year's fourth annual Black History Month celebration themed Black is Beautiful. And so just to set the tone of this space and this event today, I want us on the count of three to say Black is Beautiful. So let's just go ahead and do that. Ready? One, two, three. Black is Beautiful. Awesome. All right. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and introduce the first um, performance today, which is Curtis Eubanks from the Abundant Faith Worship Team. And so let's give it up for Curtis. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, and let me stand. I am tired. I Sometimes I get worn through the storm, through the night. Lead me on to the Precious Lord, and lead me home when my way grows dreary. Precious Lord, linger near when my light is on. is 
is beautiful. Now let me hear you say it. Black, black is beautiful. beautiful. Alright. Uh, we chose this theme because too often we hear negative statistics about black people in the city of Milwaukee, right? So we chose right here in the people's house, in City Hall, to be able to display that which is beautiful, that which is great, that which is good about Milwaukee's black community. Would you agree? Yeah. All right, at this time, I'll turn it over to my co-host this year, Alderman Khalif Franklin. How y'all doing? Y'all look good from where I'm standing. Give it up for yourselves, because black is beautiful. Give it up for yourselves. Now, I think it's extremely important that we take this opportunity during February to not only celebrate our culture, the food, the poetry, the music, all that makes us who we are. It's beautiful indeed. But it's also a great time for us to reflect so we can develop a plan so we can move forward. This month here in the city of Milwaukee has been a very challenging month. The loss of women, the loss of children. We have to come together, put our heads together, and put our love together so we can move forward. So give it up for yourself one more time. Black is beautiful, not just in February, but year round. And we're going to celebrate just that today. Let's get into it. We also are joined by our um, African-American colleagues, and many of our other colleagues are also in the audience who will be recognized momentarily. But right now, we have more African-American representation on the city of Milwaukee's Common Council than ever before. And we'll have each of them say a couple of words for you, too. Good um, afternoon, everyone, huh? <laughs> Again, it's beautiful to see all of you guys' faces on today. Um, you are really amazing crowd today. We thank you for coming out, and we just want you to have a good time. Enjoy the food, enjoy the festivities, and thank you for being here on today. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. It is such a beautiful day outside. It's a beautiful day inside. Thank you all so much for coming and joining with us on this fourth year, this fourth celebration of the Black History Program here in the city of Milwaukee. I want to thank, first and foremost, all of my colleagues that put this together, but primarily these two uh, on my left, Alderman Malele A. Coggs and Alderman Khalif Rainey. Give it up for Alderman Coggs and Alderman Rainey. You're in for a treat today. I'm not going to belabor the point because I know we got to get through uh, Alderman Stamper as well as President Hamilton. But I want to thank all of you for coming down today. This is one of the best days of the year for me, for all of us to celebrate, because all of us know that black is beautiful. When I say black, let me hear you say beautiful. Black is. Beautiful. Black is. Beautiful. Black is. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Alderman Stamper. Thank you. My favorite song by James Brown is I'm Black and I'm Proud. I'm Black and I'm Proud. I'm black and I'm proud. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. I hope you enjoy this program and happy Black History Month. It's something else serving with these characters, isn't it? I want y'all to feel good today because we're celebrating some wonderful stuff, especially during the time period when there's so much angst 
in our community right now, right? But we want to take the time out to show everybody that there are some great contributions that we've made to this community. And at the same time, there's so much for us to celebrate. So I want you to put your festive spirit on today. And I want you to celebrate with us because uh, we, got our, we got our sage here with our Legacy Award from Claiborne Benson. Please give it up for him. So this, this presentation today is dedicated to you and the work that you've done in this community. And we want you to know that our service, our service is because of people like you and we're standing on your shoulders and we want to make sure we represent you in the right way. So let's get this celebration going. Let us say Black History Month and let's celebrate. Next, I would love to introduce the mayor. And so, if Mayor Barrett could please come to the stage to give a few remarks. Thank you very much. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to City Hall. Uh, Teju was saying uh, that he thought maybe this would be the last time that he would be permitted to speak in City Hall. Teju, you can come whenever you like. So, we love having you in City Hall. We are very, very pleased, and I just want you to know what a special audience you are. We did make a special attempt to have the best-looking people in the city here today. Um, so thank you all for being here. We succeeded in our goal. Black is beautiful. Um, and I want to start with what Teju was saying about the social indicators about Milwaukee being the worst city for black people in the country. And tell you, I agree that our goal and my goal is to have us be the best city in the country for black people. And when he talks about looking at problems, I don't want us to just look at problems. I want us to identify problems, and I want us to work to address them. I don't want to just look at anything. To me, looking at stuff is just too passive. What you're expecting out of us what you're expecting out of your city government, your county government, your state government, your federal government, is action. And one of the things that I say, because I've had the honor in my career of working at the national level, the state level, and the local level. At the national level, you're at about 35,000 feet. You're in an airplane, maybe you can see the ground. At the local level, you're at about 5,000 feet, so you can make out people. But here in City Hall, and our aldermen can share this with you, there are times when we are literally in the trenches. There's not a lot of theory here. It's about what works. And what I like to say, if something works, we keep doing it. If it doesn't work, we stop doing it and we make believe we never did. But what we're trying to do here is we're trying to make this a better city. And that means more jobs where people can support their families. It means safer neighborhoods, it means better education, it means better housing. All the things that are important to us, because I have the honor in my job, and I mean this, I have the honor of going to every neighborhood in this city. And I want you to know what I see in every single neighborhood of this city. I see people who love their kids 
and wanted to get a good education. Every single neighborhood. I see people who want to have a family supporting job. Every neighborhood. And I see people who want to be safe. Every neighborhood. And to me, that's our charge. That's what we need to do. So I think in Black History Month, as we celebrate today all the achievements that African Americans have made to our nation, to our state, and to our city, it's important for us to double down. To double down and acknowledge that yes, we have not succeeded when you look at the social indicators. We have not succeeded. And is that a city issue, a county issue, a state issue, a federal issue? I don't think people care. They want action. And so what I want us to do is to do everything we can, again, to make this a city where people will say, Milwaukee, that's the best place in this country for African Americans. That's what my goal is, and that's what I hope all of our goals is. Have a great day. Thank you very, very much. So we decided that instead of just having a program for one day, that we would find a way to honor um, black people in the community doing work to help improve the community every single day, um, every single day of Black History Month. Through that, we highlight uh, people who are doing great work um, every day on the city's webpage and on the city channel. Because see, while we're here at City Hall, legislatively, whether it is through the creation of the Office of African American Affairs, the creation of the 53206 Task Force, the various housing programs that we've created, the Promise Zones, and countless other things that we do legislatively to help change and improve the condition of black people here in the city of Milwaukee, we recognize that we can't do it alone. That there is work that people are doing every single day in neighborhoods, in organizations and through their own works and their own deeds. And this is one small way every year that we recognize some of those people. And for more information, you can go to milwaukee.gov backslash city channel for the history of each of these individuals. Thank you. Congratulations to all the history makers this month and let's continue to building a positive um, legacy in Milwaukee through all the actions that we take daily. And so at this time, I'd like to invite Nikki Purvis to the stage, and she will be singing the Black National Anthem for us. Lift every voice and sing till earth in
taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the on till victory is won. Thank you, thank you, Nikki. And so at this time, I will introduce Jada Young, and she will be offering a word of poetry for us. You always tell me that I'm not black enough, but yet my skin is not white enough, no creamer in the coffee. This world was not made for you and I. I come from the same place as you, inside my mother's womb. The only difference between you and I is that the melanin resides in the roots of my skin. And because of that, I've been called an N-I-double-G-E-R, but that's okay since I'm a black person living in America, and I just have to get over it. My mama once told me that black is beautiful, but my mom really wonders if that's really true because we live in a society where sometimes black is not seen as beautiful. Because in the media, they describe us as ghetto, angry, and uneducated, just another angry black girl. They steal our culture and make it into some trend, although we've been doing it since the beginning and we will continue it to the end. Colored wigs, hoop earrings, clear lip gloss, and box friends, because everybody wants to be black, but nobody wants to be black. It's almost as if our value is at zero. So hey, if you don't mind, that to all my Kardashians. If you don't mind, I'd like my culture back. Where I come from, people are shot because of the color of their skin by the people that are supposed to protect us from evil. Most of us don't even get to hear the Miranda rights because we're shot to death before we can even say a word. It's almost as if our value is at zero. But in reality, the good guys are the bad guys who criminalize and dehumanize us because they're scared of what we will say what we will do that will take away the power from their superiority. But yet all we want to do is be able to live to 95. It's crazy, right? America, the homeland of the free and brave, the same colors that represent freedom, put us back in jail. Mass incarceration, wrongful incrimination, red, white, and blue. It's almost as if our value was at zero. Where I'm from, I'm taught to be proud of who I am, so mama and dad be proud of me because I represent and embrace my culture and my skin. I stand for what's right regardless of what they tell me because of who I am. Mama and dad, I don't know if I can be proud anymore because I'm scared for what my life is, for the country we live in, and what it's still becoming. Mama and dad, give me something better than what this country has ever given me because what they're telling me right now, that's not good enough. I need help, mama and dad. But I know you can't save me because in reality, black people never have that Disney fairy tale ending. But all that dream and talking is crazy though because history repeats itself and the cycle never ends. It's almost as if our value is at zero. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Jada. And just so you guys know, Jada is um, a Rufus King student, and she's also a youth council member. So give it up for Jada again.
And so at this time, I'd like to invite Alderwoman Cobbs back up to the stage. Today, as a part of this fourth annual Black History celebration, our Living Legacy Award goes to Claiborne Benson III. He is, you can give it up. He is the founder and executive director of the Wisconsin Black Historical Society Museum, the only institution in Wisconsin in the business of preserving Wisconsin's African-American history and which proudly celebrated its 30th anniversary in 2018. Let's give that up. to founding the Wisconsin Black Historical Society Museum, Mr. Benson was a photojournalist for WTMJ4 TV in Milwaukee for 30 years. The museum is prominently located at 2620 West Center Street in a building constructed in 1898 as the engine number two fire station later converted into Center Street Library in 1928. The Wisconsin Black Historical Society Museum offers valuable genealogy lessons for people looking to trace their family tree and discover more about their history. And Mr. Benson has said he hopes this sparks an interest in learning more about African American history in Wisconsin. I'm going to go a little bit off script because you all have his history and many of you in this room know Mr. Benson well. I happen to have the honor and the privilege of knowing Mr. Benson well as well. In African tradition, those who tell the story, who hold the story, who keep the history of a people are called griots. You know, we often refer to people like Mr. Benson as historians of African-American culture and history in Wisconsin. Um, but I think of him as a griot. Too often our history is not as written as history of others. So that oral history, that being able to tell the story of a legacy of a people is critical to our existence and critical to our history being traced and being told over time. So it is a very powerful seat to sit in to be that one that keeps that history, to be that griot. And Mr. Benson is just that. He is a truly dedicated person to the history and culture of people of African descent in the state of Wisconsin. While many institutions have had to close their doors, try to reopen their doors, and do a whole lot of things, 32 years the Wisconsin Black Historical Society Museum has been here. Wrap your mind around that, 32 years. And that has been because of support from the community, but also the dedication, and even sometimes his own financial contributions, I am sure of Mr. Benson to make sure that the history and legacy of people of African descent here in Wisconsin continues to be told, continues to be held, and that we continue as a community to embrace it. Um, so for that and so much more, and so much more, uh, we honor Claiborne Benson III as our Living Legacy Award winner. I welcome this, and I thank you with all my heart. I'll put, I'll put it up uh, so that all of the citizens who come to the museum know that. I, I have to say, 
the 32 years ago, I came to City Hall and said I needed a building. I wanted to share our culture with our brothers and sisters. And uh, 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 Mayor Norquist, in uh, starting, gave us two vacant buildings that were in disarray, organized about the fall, uh, but with the help of God uh, and uh, in my de devotion, we were able to re restore those buildings, and those buildings are located on 27th and Center. Uh, we're there. There's a little construction going on there, so but God's will, we're going to be all right. We're going to hope they can get it done in a minute. Uh, <laughs> I, I have to tell you, uh, I'm honored that you would honor me today. I mean, I, I clearly stand on a bunch of toes. And people who have, uh, who have given me my African-centered thinking, my African voice, uh, it, it's been so many, many people. I won't even begin to try to name them all because they were so. But even today, Teju here. I mean, I, I've been knocking on Teju's door forever, asking him for help and learning. And it's, uh, I stand on his legacy. And, and certainly my mother and my father uh, and the Moore family who raised me, Everett Moore, who owned Boobie's Place and Henry Moore, uh, who owned, we owned three barbershops. Uh, they made me family and they invited me in and they gave me my voice to be uh, a citizen here and take ownership of our community, uh, much like we've been talking. They, uh, so here I, again, I'm, I'm honored. I, I, I'm honored to all of these people. Uh, we have young people coming into little little ones in this 32 years. We have little ones coming to the to the museum, and they grow away and they go to college. Milele was one of them, and many other young people were one of them. We nurture them and, and work with them and give them a sense of understanding who they are and the responsibility they have to being a good citizen. So again. Uh, you you honor me, but you honor all of the greatness in our people. We are African people, black people living in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Stand strong, people. Be the right that you are. We are good, strong people. Thank you. Thank you.